With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oh, when you hear that music, that outdated... Hey, easy, easy, big fella. What are you going to say? Outdated, cheesy music? Is that what you're going to say? I didn't know what was coming next there, necessarily. I mean, come on. But you know what's going to happen. The Heart and Hustle podcast is back. We're ready to go here. Uh, taping this on a Tuesday after the Magic's loss on Monday night to the Toronto Raptors. The Magic are 1-2 and two after falling on Monday to Toronto. What was that final score? 104-95. Yep. Nick Grunowitz here. Scott Inez is with me. You know who we are. You can hear us weekdays on ESPN 580 Orlando FM 96.5 HD2 from 4 o'clock until 8 o'clock. Uh, and also follow us on Twitter at Inez Says at ESPN 580. Nick, if you're listening for the first time, please subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, re-rate, re-review, do, do all that other stuff that, that the kids say. Uh, all over kind of the last few days of the Magic, we're going to get into uh, the big night Jonathan Isaac had oh. north of the border, 24 points for him. He looks like he is on the way towards being one of the most improved in the NBA this season. Two guys that Scott is very concerned about. What's that scene from Little Nicky? Like, you're making me very, very nervous <laughs> right now. You, you're making me nervous. Those two guys are making him nervous. We'll tell you who that is. Uh, and a concern that I had during the preseason has now carried over into the regular season, but how long will it carry over? We'll get into that, of course. So uh, the Magic now 1-2 and two on the season. They start with a win to open up the year and then lose in Atlanta to the Hawks. They lose in Toronto to the Raptors. And, Scotty, the the real theme here through the first the, the, the two road games, shots just aren't going down. The Magic shoot yeah. 38% on Monday night in a loss to Toronto. They shot in the 30s in Atlanta as well. Uh, the offense just isn't there while this team continues to play hard and play good defense. Yeah, and you could make a case uh, for the opener, the, the home opener, that, yeah. that the shots were not falling, and they were not. Look, the Magic have played three games now, and in all three they have failed to reach the 100-point mark. Um, like you and I were talking before we started taping, they're getting good looks. I'm not worried about their offense. They're getting good offensive flow. The ball, the is, ball moving is moving. Well. The whole thing. They're just not knocking them down. They will knock them down here in the next few weeks. Mark my words. We're not going to worry about offense. Again, I, I know you're concerned about shooting, and, and well, you Very. should be um, on a team that does not have a go-to guy. But remember, this was a team that finished right in the middle of the pack in terms of offensive efficiency last year, they will be by the end of the heck by the half half point halfway point of the season, they will be back there again. So I'm not worried overall about the offense. It's it, it is the fourth quarter, and again, when you don't have that go-to guy, when you don't have that guy who can create off the dribble, when you don't have that guy with the fourth quarter gene, and in particular, I'm talking about guys like Trey Young. Guy we saw in Atlanta the other night. And, Man, that guy's and, good. And Kyle Lowry, a guy we saw in Toronto last night. 
Guys who just burn to win in the fourth quarter, when you don't have that guy, you are going to be clunky in the fourth quarter. Now, the Magic, I thought, played decently last night offensively in the fourth quarter and really the second half. But the bottom line is, look, the offense is going to come for this team. They're just too good. They're too well coached. They're too talented. Um, And again, to your point, like this team is not going to knock anybody's socks off offensively because of that bona fide go-to guy. But, I, you know, I mean, look, Nick Vucevic was what? One of 13 against Toronto? Aaron Gordon was one of six. That's two of 19 from the field. We're having guys struggle here early in the season uh, because there's a lot of rust on their games. But we know who they are, and we know who they will be by the end of the season. Quick question about Nick Vucevic, because I'm, I'm just wondering, because he plays in Canada, yeah. what currency... Yeah. Does Marcus Gasol pay the property taxes in for the space he owns in Nick Vucevic's head? Is it Canadian dollars, oh. loonies, toonies, U.S. dollars? He, What's the conversion rate? Because Nick Vucevic, when he has played against the Toronto Raptors, and I need to look up the actual numbers, Marcus Gasol toys with him yeah, like he he's a child. He does. Uh, I Look, I love Vooch, but Vooch was beaten before the game even yes. began last night. No, he, you could tell from the first couple of possessions where – it's all kind of quick over the shoulder, yeah. fall away. They're in his head. He doesn't want to get blocked. They're, 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 he they doesn't want to take head. it to him. Marcus Gasol is in his head. Uh, and, and and look, all Vooch heard other than the new contract in the offseason, all Vooch heard in the offseason was failure in the playoffs. Yeah, right? how Marcus Gasol shut him down. Shut him down. He shot, what, 36% in last year's playoffs against the Raptors. He goes 1 of 13 uh, the other night against Toronto. Was not on the points. floor in the fourth quarter. Not on Steve, the floor. Steve Clifford pulled them off. They played Jonathan Isaac at the five, which I thought was actually very interesting. And I think that's we're going to see that lineup an awful lot this year late in games. With Al Farouk Aminu at the four, yeah. right? It was, it, was, it was Isaac at the five, Chief at the four. Was A.G. the three? I think, I think Gordon was out there, uh, and you had Fultz out there in crunch time. Again, all three games in crunch time. Mark and Fultz and Fournier was, was Fournier out there? Yeah. I, was it DJ? Oh, no, Ross. Was Ross was out there, too. Okay, okay. I, I'm going to have but to look re- at the lineups. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, look, the, the Toronto Raptors play him very physically. Mark Gasol is a very physical basketball player to the point where Gasol shoves him down low. Most of the time, they're matched up one-on-one, and the referees don't call it. They swarm him when, when he gets down on the paint. That's why early you saw uh, Nick Vucevic trying to make his move to the hole quickly last night because they'll swarm him with two to three guys. Um, look, I, I just think that Gasol and the Raptors are in his head right now. There is some kind of Spengali-like hex going on mm-hmm. with him right now. They're very physical, and they crowd him. And, you know, Coach Clifford after the game do, was He's asked, uncomfortable with that. Very uncomfortable. Now, now, Coach Clifford was asked after the game if there is something that he can do to get Vooch off against teams like Toronto. And, and Coach Clifford said, yeah, there are things that, that I can do, but the bottom line is – and this is me talking, not Coach Cliff, this is a one-on-one game. The, the, the NBA is about one-on-one. You beat your man, you win. Okay? And, and right now, Nick Vucevic, at least against Marcus Gasol, is not winning. He's eventually going to have to figure that out because it is mano-a-mano, and, and right now he's just 
Gasol's in his head. There's no other way to say it. Yeah, and Marcus Gasol is one of those centers that he's get, he he gives a lot of good centers fits. He like does. I don't want to make this all about Nick Vucevic. He it was I, I was texting with a buddy of ours who works here uh, at uh, at Cox Media Group with us, Kevin, who uh, is a big Sixers fan. Mm-hmm. When I said Marcus Gasol owns Nick Vucevic, he said Marcus Gasol one of the only people that can stop Joel Embiid. Like Gasol is yeah, one of the best defensive centers, but. When you're an all-star big man, you yeah. got to figure that out. You got to figure it out, and that's exactly what Coach Cliff said. You got to, as a player, eventually mm-hmm. can't rely on the coach. You got to figure this out. The five that finished the game for the Magic: mm. Fultz, Ross, Isaac, Gordon, Fournier. Mm. And that brings me to another point here. We're going to get to the two guys that are making you very nervous right mm-hmm. now. But uh, three games into the season, uh, you can tell that Steve Clifford as well. Listen, I mean. Preseason. This this also proves preseason's a joke. All right, the NBA should just do away with the preseason. Play game We're one. Slowly because getting there. All, all of these teams, just yeah. like the NFL is trying to get rid of the preseason, yeah. the NBA should do it too. I know they want to make the money. Whatever. No one goes to the games. No one cares about those games. But uh, Steve Clifford is still getting used to these rotations. Who's sure. going to fit where? You yep. can see him tweaking and toying because. The, while the the mantra for the Magic has been, you know, bringing everybody back, we got the team back together, the two guys that you've brought in, Al Farouk Aminu and now Markel Fultz with the way he's played, yeah. Markel's got to be averaging, I've not looked at his numbers, about 13-6, and 12-4? and I, 12 I, and four? I don't know what the numbers are, look them up, but I, I, I'm... Pretty sure you're correct. He's, that, he's right in that, in that range. That feels just there. about right. I feel like he's given you double digit scoring basically every night and about four or five uh, rebound, oh, four or five assists, yeah. uh, 12, 12.3 and 4.7. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and he's shooting 47% from the field. Look, I mean, and, and he's not hesitating too, which you absolutely love. And the dunk that he had last night in that putback was absolutely incredible. Just. And and the fact that in the last three games, the first three games of the season, mm-hmm. he has been in on the court. So that's what I want to get to. Yeah, Steve Clifford's still figuring out a lot of these rotations, Absolutely. but it is not DJ Augustine who is in there in crunch time. I think part of that is the defense from Markel Fultz, sure. how long he is. He is giving yeah, teams but problems. Markel was burnt a couple yeah. of times by Kyle Lowry last night in the yeah, fourth quarter, I mean, too. Kyle... But Kyle, that's what Kyle Lowry does, right? Man, that's what I'll does. tell you what, Kyle Lowry gets away with more, and I don't want to sound like that he, guy, no, but I'm going to sound like that guy. Kyle Lowry is like flipping and flopping yes. all over the floor. Yep. He's getting these and ones. The, the the bucket that he got at the end of halftime took like nine drives steps. Crazy. It, it does. It drives, it drives me crazy. Me uh, but Fultz, yeah, he's he's shooting uh, 47% from the field. Yeah. Um, I, Look, I'm seen, surprised. We, we, we've seen a lot of good things despite the one and two record. Before mm-hmm. we go off on on the two guys that I'm concerned about right now, let's talk about the good things. Number one, Jonathan Isaac. I mean, it finally came through against Toronto with a career-high 24 points, five three-pointers. That's a career best as well. So Jonathan Isaac has come alive. That's number one. Markel Fultz continues to impress, and he continues to show that he is going to be a force in this league for years to come. Uh, the defense continues to be one of the best in the league, Nick. Yes. You know, in terms of defensive efficiency, you're holding teams to 38% shooting the first three games. That's really darn good. Okay, so the ball movement, like you said, that has been crisp on offense. The only thing you're looking at now from 30,000 feet, the only thing that, that the Magic have not mastered yet is the ball going in the hole. And we know from watching this team last year, and I know there are 
some new dynamics with Markel Fultz and with Al Farouk Amino. The only thing that's not that's not going right is the ball's not going in the hole, but that is going to fix itself. I'm yeah. convinced of that. I just looked at the shooting percentages, and it looks like this isn't updated for the third game, but regardless, the uh, shooting percentages league-wide, the Magic are 29th in the league yeah. in field goal percentage. Yeah. I'm not even looking at three-point shooting percentage. Yeah. There is one team behind them. What team do you think it oh, is? Oh, you know what? Let, let me throw a team out there that we were talking about on ESPN Afternoons with Scott Inez yesterday. Is it Golden State? It is. You're right. <laughs> I'm amazed that you yeah. got that right. Yeah. I, I it, doesn't, it doesn't surprise me. But they did win last night in New Orleans, by the way. Oh, but yeah. That, that does yeah. not... That does not surprise me, but but look. In terms of three point shooting, by the way, the Magic are DFL. Yeah, they are twenty three percent. Looking at this, um, that's last in the league. But you know that number is going to creep up. We know this team. I'm not worried about the offense. I'm really not. I mean, typically in an early season, the offense is behind the defense. Now, you know, have have you seen some of the the, the shooting percentages out there in the league in the first week? I mean, I you know. Golden State, bad. The Magic, bad. Sacramento's bad. Heck, Boston's at 40. Boston's at 40 right now. And you don't know how much better that's that's going to get. It's going to change. The offenses are ahead of the defenses. I'm not overly concerned with the offense right now because the ball will start falling. Jonathan Isaac, 24 points last night. I think you're going to see him on the court a lot more here during this season as a five as the Magic goes small. So that's another good sign. A lot of good things to point to here for the Magic early in the season, despite the 1-2 and two record. Okay, so do you want to stick? Do you want to talk about Isaac for a few minutes here? Do you want to get to the two guys that let's, are concerning let's get, you? Let's get to the two guys that, that are concerning you Okay, right so now. two guys that you're looking at. We're three games in, obviously. we just You just did this whole thing about how worried you are, and it's kind of, uh, you know, hey, time will tell. But there are two guys that you're concerned about. One, you and I discussed on ESPN 580, why you should be listening every weekday, 4 to 6, ESPN 580 AM, ESPN Afternoon, Scott Inez. The other guy, uh, we're both kind of watching, and I'm very worried. Yeah, uh, let, let's talk about Aaron Gordon first. Yeah, I'm concerned. He um, looks lost. If if the Magic are going to break out of this little shooting slump, whatever you want to call it, early in the season, Rust, he's got to find himself. He's got to find himself. Two just, points just two on points. Monday night. Yeah, two points against the Rafters. He goes Man. one of six. Um, he is shooting 29% from the field and 16% from three. Normally, it's the opposite for AG. He gets yes. off to – remember last season, what was he shooting, 70% from well, what, three I or something? Was, was that two years ago? Okay, two years ago. Yeah, you're right. Two years ago. Where he was making everything. 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 everything went in, and this year it's the opposite. Yeah. And when he, the ball's not going into the bucket, Aaron mm-hmm. does something that really concerns me. It's he presses. Mm-hmm. You, can see, you can see the wheels spinning. Yeah. When he has the ball and it's, I got to get a bucket here. He's not making the right basketball no. plays. I think you make a very good point. He's he's He is pressing right now. And and, and as is everybody on sure. this team. But the thing with Aaron is when he presses and he does not make, make that extra pass to the corner for a three late in the, late, late in the game in, in Toronto, that, that costs them. So He does I mean, a lot of just one on four. Euro step into the lane, you know, but he's taking on the big he's guy. Pressing. He's just pressing, that's I, all. I, 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 look, seven points per game through his first uh, three games. Um, we need Aaron Gordon to take that next step in his progression this year. He took that next step last year under Steve Clifford. Obviously, it's still very, very early, but Aaron offensively looks lost right now in Steve Clifford's offense. He's struggling getting it going. He struggled in the preseason. It's continued here through the first three games. 
And I'm not, look, with Aaron Gordon, it's only three games, okay? I'm I'm not, my finger is not poised on the panic button, not mm-hmm. yet. We, we hear Coach Clifford But he talk, hasn't scored over 10 points that, in a game yet this season. And, and his look. Yeah. It, it's more, it's less the numbers and more his look right, offensively. Yes. Like defensively, Aaron Gordon is still very, very good. But the, the whole eye test thing, it doesn't. He's just not into a flow yet. Whatever you want to call it, flow, rhythm, whatever you want to call it, it, he's just not into it yet. And Steve Clifford talks a lot about purpose of play, right? We've heard Coach Clip talk a lot about that that purpose of play. And that purpose of play last year really improved for Aaron Gordon. This year, there's no purpose. It, it, to me, he's just kind of floating out there in the wind right now. So... He needs to recover that purpose this week with three big games at home now. You've got uh, New York coming in on Wednesday, Milwaukee on Friday, and a, a back-to-back against Denver uh, on on Saturday. So three big games here for Aaron Gordon to get right. He's got to get right. He does. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. It just looks like he's out of sync. He's not playing. It feels like he's playing in a different offense than yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And. I, I know Zach Lowe from ESPN has made this point, and I'll continue to make it because I completely agree with him, and we've been talking about it for a long time. I think if Aaron Gordon were to fashion his game after another NBA player, I think he needs to be more Draymond Green and less LeBron James. I think he needs to look at himself as not a dispense, not not a defensive specialist, not mm-hmm. not necessarily that, but a guy who's going to distribute. If he can be someone that runs the offense, bringing the ball up the floor, and isn't necessarily looking to be the scorer but the playmaker. we've seen that at times this year. We have, and we need to see more of it. That's what we need. So that's one guy you and I are both concerned about. This other guy, I I was watching the game last night, and God bless my fiancé because (laughs) she comes home, long day at the hospital. She works at Winnie Palmer. Um, I don't know if she wants me to give that information out, but whatever. Um, And she comes home after a long day, sits down, and looks up, and the Magic game is on. And she's like, she just wants to watch not sports. Yeah, right. And as this happens, there's like a 50-50 ball, third, fourth quarter, Mo Bamba, and this is who we're going to talk about, doesn't get to it. And I just start... The, the profanity coming out of my mouth, it's game three. It's like, come on, Mo Bamba is the backup center and a top 10 pick two years ago. Mm-hmm. You, you need him to play with more energy. And we thought we saw a different motor during the preseason, and now it seems like we're back in first gear. I'm, I, I, Mo Bamba continues to kind of confound me. Yeah, and again, the qualifier is we're just through three games of the regular season. But two red flags, one on Aaron Gordon, the other on Mo Bamba, second-year man out of Texas. Yeah. Um, look, I, he, Mo has been knocked for a, a relatively low motor in the past. He certainly had one last year. He gets hurt. Kem Birch comes off the bench, plays well. I don't think it was a coincidence that the Magic went on that little winning streak late in the season with Kem Birch as your backup center. He's going to have to give the Magic a lot more. If I'm Mo Bamba, man, like, like I, I've, I've improved my body. Mm-hmm. I've improved my mind in the offseason as well. Like I'm, I don't. What, what are his minutes per game right now, Nick? Uh, let me get it. Are, for are you they here. are they in the 15, They've 18, in like 20 the... rate? Whatever he's playing, and I don't know how many minutes he's playing off the. What bench. would you say it is? Fifteen. Uh, yeah, it's thirteen point seven. Okay, and and there's a reason for that because if he's out there diving for every loose ball and trying to block every shot he can, like he should be as a backup center, having that high motor. 
then he'd be at 20 minutes per game. There is no reason why Mo Bamba shouldn't be averaging a block a game. And I know we're only three games in, sure, and he's averaging a third of a block a game. He's averaging just four, five rebounds a game. Yeah, it's in 13 minutes, but I, I agree with you. I just don't I don't see the want to. No. I have no, not seen I, it, yes, in three games, but I just don't see the want to. That, and that's what I want to see. I don't care about points. I don't necessarily care about rebounds. Just give me the motor. Run up and down the floor. Get some easy buckets. Block some shots at the rim. Fire your team up. And instead, it's just... He's just sort of there going through the motions right now. And, and again, it's just three There's, games. Yeah, okay? it's just three I, I games. That. But I, I will say, if we see this for the but first th- month of the is, season. This is the same Obama that yes. we saw last year. And if you see this for the first three weeks, month of the season, dust off Ken Birch, man. Because what you need from that backup spot, yes. especially now that you have Al Farouk Energy and Markel Fultz, yes. those guys can provide the offense. That yeah. was a huge question last year. I need someone who is yep. going to go out there and push some dudes around. Yeah. And I am surprised in a close game last night. We're taping this on a Tuesday. Magic lost to the Raptors on Monday. I'm surprised in a close game in Toronto you didn't bring the Canadian off the bench to see whether or not Kem. He played for that Canadian national team, too. I, I'm surprised. Well, there's a reason why you take him sixth overall last year, right? And and Kem Birch, I, I, I love having Kem Birch on this team, but Mo Bamba is Jeff Weltman and John Hammond's guy. Yeah. They're going to give him every opportunity to get it right. I'm not giving up on Mo Bamba by any means. No, I'm not saying that. I just, I, I think that if you do, I, I would be, here's something, here's something interesting. Mm. So they, the magic, the magic come back home. They play, uh, who play do they have? Wednesday night against the Knicks. Okay. They play then, the Knicks. Uh, and then Saturday they play Milwaukee Sunday, Denver tough home, home back to back. If I'm Steve Clifford, the first big guy off the, the first center off the bench is Ken Birch. And I say to Mo Bamba, Hey, get hungry, big fella. Mm. Get hungry. I, I, don't know, I, think, I don't know if you can do that, Nick, but in another couple weeks or so. A little longer? Yeah, I think you got to you gotta give him. First month of the season? Yeah, you you got to give him at least he's gotta the first get hungry. month of the season. I, I, it, it is one of the biggest disappointments. I, he's got to get hungry. He's out there He's out there playing like he's still at Texas, and, and he yeah. can use his ability to take over, and he can't yeah. do that necessarily. Yeah. So those are the two guys that concern you the most through the first, well, about a week into the season as the Magic are one and two. Uh, you want to get to Jonathan Isaac quickly here? Yeah, yeah okay. we can do that. Let's yeah. get, let's get to Jay. I know you and I, you and I always budget time for this, and then we go we go way too long. <laughs> um, Jonathan Isaac on Monday night, uh, twenty four points. Uh, he basically did everything: twenty four point seven rebounds, three steals, two blocks, uh, and. From the three-point line, went five of seven. I haven't seen the note on made threes in a game. I'm going to imagine that's a career high for Jonathan Isaac in made threes. The 24 points, also a career high. Uh, Through the first week of the season, we just talked about two guys we're concerned about. J.I. looks good, baby. He does. Now, now he had struggled going into Toronto. Uh, He had struggled along with uh, Aaron Gordon and others. But I loved his look in Toronto. Uh, he took it upon himself to bust through against a team that really held him in check in the playoffs, and everybody else, by the way, held him mm-hmm. in check. Um, but that's a good sign. You know, there were three guys really struggling going into that game in Toronto. J.I., Terrence Ross, Aaron Gordon, at least one of the three busted out. So J.I. was awesome. Now we got to get those other two going. I'm not, uh, again, a little concerned about Aaron Gordon right now. I'm not concerned about Terrence Ross. Um, I, I forget how many points he had last night. T. Ross? I think it was 11, but his shooting percentage was not good last night. 
the th- 11 points. The, here's the thing about Four Terrence. of 11 from the field. He was one of eight from three. We know who Terrence Ross is. And, and uh, look, yeah. I, I, I get into that rabbit hole on Twitter like you do, arguing with people about, you know, well, Terrence Ross signed the big contract, and now he's just going to rest on his laurels. Same with Nick Vucevic. No. No, that's not who these guys are. Terrence Ross is just having early season struggles from the field. I watched him last Wednesday night in the opener, and it's very, very rare that Terrence Ross is left or right of the rim. Usually when he misses, it's like straight on. Mm-hmm. He, he he just doesn't have his sea legs yet. He's very rusty right now for whatever reason. But know this, Terrence Ross is one of the great shooters in the game today, and he is going to be a lot better in the very near future. So that's why I'm not concerned about Terrence Ross. AG, a little bit different story. I'm not concerned about Terrence Ross at all. Yeah, he's shooting 19% from three, and that was the real difference last year was him coming off the bench, lighting the torch, being the long ball threat that opened up this magic offense when it was open. Uh, He's got to get it going. You're you're right. He's got to get it going, and that's all I can really say about it. Uh, But of those, you, you watch him shoot the ball too, Nick, his balance isn't there. You know, typically, I just don't get it. I just, I, I I don't, I don't get it. He's falling off to the right or the left. He was dealing with some kind of an ankle injury at the end of preseason. Remember, maybe he's still shaking some of that off. He'll be back. There will be be a game where he goes like seven of nine from three and he'll score 30 points. And it's like, okay, guess who's back? Not Uh, worried about. One note on Jonathan Isaac. Uh, I know he makes the five threes. It's not about how many he makes. It's where he makes them from. Mm. And I know you've noticed this too, watching that game last night. He's up to the wing now mm-hmm. because last year it was all corner all threes. Corner, he yeah. could not buy a three from the wing or top of the key. You could see this guy put in a yeah. lot of work during the offseason, and if he can start making that wing three, and you saw him playing at the five too, he's one of the more – he is the most versatile guy that the yeah. Magic have on the roster. And watching him go up against Pascal Siakam I was Siakam just going to say, fun. did Wasn't you see fun? that matchup it last was like, night? It's the, it's the human manif- manifestation of that Spider-Man meme it is. It of is. just two guys. And at one point, first quarter – Siakam went left, yeah, and you could see where he got better. He went left, and Isaac was like, he couldn't go yep. left last year. Yep. And then Isaac came back to the other side, banged the three from the left wing, and you saw Siakam was like, he couldn't make that three last right, year. Those right. guys are going to be fun to yes, watch this yes. year. Yes, and, and we've said many times before, Jonathan Isaac is just a year or two in back of Pascal Siakam. Yes. You could tell Siakam, uh, he's been playing so well here early oh, in the he season. so good. He, I mean, all-star caliber level as well. But he's got a few of those veteran tricks that J.I. doesn't have yet, but will learn in the future. Yeah, absolutely. So the Magic 1-2 and two after a loss in Toronto. They will come back home, three-game homestand. You'll get another pod from us uh, probably Thursday is when it's going to drop or ish. so. Thursday-ish. Friday-ish. Eh, it's not going to work Thursday. I'm going to say Friday. Um We'll be back later this week at some point. Yeah, we will be back later this week uh, here on the Heart and Hustle podcast. If you are listening for the first time, he's Scott Inez. I'm Nick Grenowitz. You can catch us on ESPN 580 Orlando weekdays, 4 to 8. You can follow Scotty on Twitter at Inez Says. You can follow me at ESPN 580 Nick. You can tweet us. You can also uh, jump in the DMs or wide open for me at the very least. Uh, We talk some basketball. Any questions, comments, something you want to have on the show, uh, we can do that for you. But, of course, until next time. Go Magic! Go Magic.